Well, what's up, everybody? Like, happy birthday to you guys. It's great to see you. I know you're jealous of my big giant hat that makes me look a little bit silly, but that's okay. We're having a good time, having fun. 10th birthday party for us as a church. If you are a new person here, like, welcome to Grace Church. Came on a great Sunday. I mean, obviously, we meet in the movie theater, but man, I hope that you're feeling God's presence. I hope that you feel the Holy Spirit. I hope that you were welcomed, you know, when you came in. We're glad that you're here. You came on a fun Sunday for us, and, and this is actually the final week for a series that we've been doing over this month of January. I am going to have to take this off. <laughs> I love it, but <laughs> all right. So we've been, this is our final week of a series that we're calling What If? Right? I mean, with New Year's and 2020, you know how sometimes we create these New Year's resolutions and, and we set out these goals, and, and so what we've been doing is imagine what if the goals that you had, the things that God has for you, actually happen this year in 2020. That's what we're praying for. That's what we've been talking about over the last several weeks. And so today we're going to talk about the fulfillment of that and what that looks like. Because, I mean, many of us, we, we think of great things. If you think of what would this year, what would have to happen this year to make it amazing? I mean, some of you have very significant things in your life. Right? Some of you, you, you have an entrepreneurial spirit in you, and so you, you've always wanted to start a company. Or maybe you're a young person, you're going, I want to do it. Like, it's now, now's the time. And so maybe you want to start that company, and this is the year. God's going to bring the partners together, bring the financing, and line it all up. And, and so maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe you're a, a young couple, and you're going, we want to have a child. Like, this is the year. Like, we're hoping that that happens. Maybe you want to buy your first home. Right? I mean, we're talking about some significant things. Maybe you're a little bit older, and you're like, we own our home. We're retiring, right? We're, we're done working. We don't want to do that anymore. And, and so it just it depends, right? It depends where we're at in our life and what God does. But there are so many things that could happen and unfold in our life. So many times, so too, we want meaningful things to happen. Not, not just things that are great and amazing, but we want meaningful things. And so I want to share with you, we have some very significant things for you that can happen, that are meaningful. Like one of them definitely is to be in a freedom group here at Grace Church. I mean, we, we want you to sign up for a freedom group. As you came in the lobby, you saw them, uh, the sign-ups out there. And, and so I just want you to stop by. If you have not yet been in a freedom group, you've got to. Like we want you to be in that. Uh, so it's a 12-week study with a book, and then there's an amazing retreat that you've got to go to at the end because it's so powerful and incredible. And so we want you to be in a freedom group. If you've done freedom before, we want you to sign up for a connection group. I mean, that's something significant that the Lord would have for you for this year, because we need those relationships. I mean, the things that we're going to encounter this year, we need other people, and that's why God has put us together, and so that's hugely important. And then uh, I know one of the things that we've talked a little bit about over the last couple of weeks is it may be the significant thing for you is coming to our very first marriage conference. Uh, we're excited to let you know we're doing a, a, a conference called Better Together, and it's going to be February 21st and 22nd, Friday evening, Saturday morning, and we're doing that uh, with another church, True Life Church, uh, here in Melbourne. So we're joining together. They're going to host, and, and we're going to lead the conference, and it's going to be powerful. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe that's the significant thing that has to, has to happen for this to be a what-if type 2020. Or maybe you're like me, where maybe you're just you're into, into adventure. I love adventure. And so maybe you're going, this is the year I'm going skydiving, right? This is the year I'm going whitewater rafting in Colorado. Like, I don't know what, maybe, maybe this is the year you go shark fishing. Or maybe you're that person that goes inside of that, like, cage and you get dunked down into the water. I don't know, like, what it is for you. But what if that actually happened and you did that? And maybe you're a teenager, you're a student, and you're going, what about me? Like, what, what, 
we absolutely are praying and believing for significant things for you as a teenager. What would that look like for you, for this to be an incredible year? Like, we don't believe that you're the next generation. We believe that your, your leadership and influence is now. Like, how can God use you now in your life with your friends on your campus? And so one of the things, if you're a teenager, I absolutely want to invite you to come to our bonfire that we're having tonight. It's happening tonight at 6 o'clock beachside, right at Boardwalk. And so we want you to come and hang out. Bring a friend with you. I mean, come on. It's going to be great weather. It's going to be beautiful. Have a fire on the beach. And so we just want to invite you to come and hang out. And so parents, give your kids a ride if they don't drive. Or drive, you know, your friends. Pick them up on the way and come and have a great time. Because what if, what if that friend that you bring needed that relationship and they're looking to you and we can have that type of influence, not only as a teenager but as adults as well? I mean, what if we decided that this is the year that we're going to see God unveil his promises and fulfill them? That's why we're closing this series with the idea of fulfillment, because we want to see that fulfillment in your life. I mean, that's hugely important because there's a, a couple of verses of scripture that we've been using every week that lay out these promises that God gave. God spoke to Moses and said, hey, Moses, I want to lead my people out of slavery in Egypt. They're, the Israelites were enslaved for 400 years in Egypt, and God was like, I'm done with it, and we're going to set them free. And so he makes these incredible proclamations to the people of Israel, to the Hebrew nation. And I absolutely believe that we can adopt these as our own, as promises for you and I in this year. And so we talked about these. I want to share, with, share it with you again. In Exodus chapter 6, starting in verse 6, it says, Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people. I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. And so when you look in here, if this is the first time you've ever read these verses, there are some powerful words in there about rescuing, about redemption, about great acts from the Lord, about us being freed. And so what would that look like, right, if we had that? I mean, how can those be fulfilled in your life? Because so many times, if we're honest, in our life, we're looking for other things to give us fulfillment. I mean, it, it's so true. I, it, it, so, sometimes you'll hear people say, oh, I'm, I'm just living the dream. Well, I want to share just something with you. What if God's dream is different than what most people expect? That's the first point I want to share with you. God's dream is different. Because if somebody says, hey, I'm living the dream, sometimes th they'll say, I'm living the dream. And you know, like just by their, their voice inflection, they're being sarcastic right? They're stressed out at work. They're stuck in traffic. They're loaded down with debt. They're not sure what's going to happen. They're like, I'm living the dream. Or, or, or sometimes people will say that and they mean it. But oftentimes, what are they talking about? They're talking about finances. They're talking about money. They're talking about the possessions that they have or the vacations that they get to go on or, or that they get to live here or drive that, right? I mean, that's just the reality when you're talking about living the dream and and us seeking after fulfillment. So I just wanted to share a story with you from, from my life 
You know, uh, several years ago, uh, I had this awesome opportunity and great, brilliant idea to run a marathon. I had a buddy that was doing it, and if you've ever done one, you know it's torture. Like, it's, it's so hard, but it was a bucket list thing for me. I, I, I enjoy challenges like that, and so I, I was glad to have somebody, you know, to commiserate together as we were spending all those miles and our knees hurt. And, but here's the deal. Like, when, when we did this race, like, it was, it was great, and it was amazing, and, and so I have a picture of it, though. I almost died. Uh, in this race, like it was so hard, and so when you look at this picture, it looks great. Like I'm, I'm kind of half smiling because I know I'm supposed to. But here's the deal: I don't know if you can notice or not, but I'm green. Like literally, my skin tone is green as I'm crossing the finish line. And so when I got this picture, I showed it to Nicole, and I was like, "Honey, this isn't gonna work. I can't, I can't show this to people." And so I sent them an email. It's like I need a new picture. Like you're gonna have to put some, you know, mag- you know, Magic Kingdom pixie dust on that and make me look better because I was not having a magical moment. Uh, so I needed that to change. And but so they did that, and it's great. And but it was a huge moment. It really was for me a big deal. And 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 so. But the thing that's interesting is a few days later, right, the, the training was done, the race was done, I kind of looked at Nicole and I was like, now what? Now, like, now what? Like, now, what do you do when you do that big thing? And so I ran another one. I was like, well, I guess I just do another one. And, and so I did that a, a little while later, and then I tried to do some triathlon stuff, and I tried some adventure racing. And, but here's the deal. Every single time I tried one of those things, because it was a challenge, and I Every single time I got done, it never satisfied me the way that I thought. Like, it was great and exciting and adventurous, but I always was looking to do something else. Like, every single time, it just, there was another thing. And that's how we feel when our dreams are more about our own personal aspirations. Now, I believe in dreaming, right? Goals, visions, I, I absolutely believe in that. But God's dream is often different than what our dreams are. Because the fulfillment that the Lord brings in our life is lasting. We don't need to be looking for something else when God does those significant things in our life. Because he's the one that gives us the purpose beyond ourselves. I mean, that's what we want. We want purpose beyond ourselves, don't we? We want to be part of something that's bigger, something significant. God is the only one that can do that. He is the only one that, that brings that difference you know, in, in our life. And so that's why we did Difference Maker shirts. Like We want to be difference makers. That's what it's all about. But we can only do that because of God and who he is. And the thing that I love is it's also being part of a church. I mean, God very much laid out the path for us when he sent Jesus for us to be redeemed of our sins and and Christ died and rose again. That's when Christianity launches out. And the whole idea is that it would be global and it would have this incredible impact and pockets of people would get together and worship together and share the good news of Christ with others that don't yet know it. So the difference that we can have is right here, right? It's being part of a church. It's living and functioning as a family of God. And this is bigger than us, right? This is not just you and I, but it's all of us combined together. And so that's how he designed us. And I love that, to have true fulfillment in God's design. And the second thing that we need to do is that we need to see ourselves differently. So see ourselves differently. Because so oftentimes we are just trying to get by in life. And 
and we're just trying to make it through the week so we can get to the weekend, right? We're just trying to survive another day. And I'm sure some of you have felt that way. And so that's not how God sees us. That's not what God's plan for us is. He doesn't want us just surviving. He wants us thriving in life. He wants us to thrive in this life. And so we can get to that place when we start to see ourselves differently, when we start to see ourselves the way God sees us. And it tells us how God sees us in 1 Peter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. And so God doesn't want us just surviving. That's not how he sees us. He wants us thriving in life because he has chosen us. He's calling us his royal priests. And so when you realize that's who you are, that's going to affect the way you're living. You're going to be living differently. You're going to be uh, making different decisions, right? You're going to say things differently. It's going to affect everything about you when we actually see ourselves the way God sees us. It's a powerful, powerful thing, and it will change our life, and it'll take us from just surviving and making it through another day to thriving in life, and it comes from our belief in Jesus. I mean, once we believe in Jesus, we become God's family, and we become that chosen people and his royal priests. Once we say yes to Jesus and we follow him, once we say yes to him, we become part of his family. And, and I don't know about you, but if you really stop to think about that, it will change your life. We're God's children. He's our dad. And that'll change us. And so it also uh, helps us to become part of a local church because we're all brothers and sisters here because we're all part of God's family. So together we just we make up this, this awesome family that we get to come together and be with. And so God has chosen us, tells us in that passage. And so we are the ones. We are the ones that he's chosen to now show that goodness, show that love to those around us. We are the ones that we are supposed to be using our gifts and talents and abilities to share God's love with those people around us. He's chosen us to do that. Yeah, and the third thing that we want to share is that God has gifted every single one of us differently, right? God's chosen us, but he's gifted us in different ways. So in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So this is great. This is amazing. Every single one of us are unique in the way that God designed us and our abilities and talents and, and the spiritual giftedness that God puts inside of us. Every single one of you have a spiritual gift and multiple ones that God uses in amazing ways. And, and the reason we use them is for others. Right? We have them to use them for other people, to serve others. It's not about us. It's about helping other people in our, in our community. And, and so the, the ultimate reason, though, is for God's glory. So everything that you and I do in our life is to bring God's glory. And, and I love, I want to share something just about this verse. Anytime you look in Scripture and you, you understand the depth and the magnitude of what God is, being, is communicating, 
uh, sometimes in different languages, there are, are ways to communicate certain things. Like, for example, French is called like the love language, right? And just because of how it's romantic. And, and so in the original language, in the Greek, th- there would be certain word pictures that were used to describe certain things. So what you have is you have God's power creating different spiritual gifts in every single one of us. So the word picture is a prism. And so I wanted to show this picture for you on the screen. This is a prism uh, of, of this verse where God is showing his power, his goodness, and then as a result, the different spiritual gifts come out. And so this is incredible. Like when God hits us, it's refracted out into different ways. Into where? Into our city. Because we have influence in our city when we're, you know, maybe we, we're just connected in, in amazing ways and, and can have influence. Maybe it's in our business. Maybe you're the business leader or you're, you're a partner or you, you have, you know, impact as a manager. We are called to use those gifts in those ways. And certainly with our friends and family and the people that we have a relationship with. Like, God's power is refracted out in our life so that other people can see his glory. To see him inside of us. And that's amazing when you begin to think about. Because maybe, just maybe, they need to experience the loving God that you and I have. And that's so powerful. That, that's why for us as a church, all the decisions that we make, and as we lead the church, we follow our vision statement you know, very profusely. Where, where our vision statement, it, it, the, the best way to describe it is like a target. So, so you have this big target. And so we talk about impacting the community. We talked about connecting people through relationships, and the bullseye is to lead a Christ-centered life. Because at first, like the community is the whole target. It's big, and, and you're like, I just want to hit the target. And, and so that's our county. That's our region. That's the Space Coast. That's what we're going after. Like, I just want to hit the target and, and have an incredible in- impact. But as you go in on a, on a target, there are smaller circles that you're aiming for, right? And so for us, that's connection groups. That's why we want you to be in a freedom group, to be in a connection group. That's part of the vision of the church. We need each other. But the ultimate goal when you're aiming at a target is to hit the bullseye, isn't it? And when we hit the bullseye, we're so excited. And so for us, as part of our vision statement, that's for people to lead a Christ-centered life. Because the one single person that makes a decision and does that, that's worth it. That's amazing. That's a bullseye for us. And so that's hugely important for us in our lives, in the life of our church that we have to experience because many of us, we've experienced it before, right? Maybe you've seen God. Maybe God is working in your life and now you're different, aren't you? Like you look at things differently, your perspective is different because of who he is. And so when was the last time that God used you in an amazing way where he sent his power inside of you and it refracted out Onto other people. Yeah, and we hear stories of this all the time here at Grace Church of people making a difference and people wearing love out in the community and just sharing that love with other people. And we love hearing those stories. And, and when you share with those stories with us, it just fills our heart and just blesses us so much because that's what we feel like God wants us to do in our community is just to love people, to share about him, and to just show kindness. And so we hear the stories you share with us, and they're so impactful. And, you know, when you're in that restaurant and you buy lunch for that elderly gentleman who's by himself, and, and you watch the, the waitress go up and tell him that his lunch was paid for, and tears just stream down his face. We hear those stories you share with us. 
You hear the stories you share with us about buying someone's coffee in line behind you and how it just made their day and it was just what they needed. And I know for me personally, I had a moment in our community recently where uh, I was able to do this and, and what a difference it made in this person's life. And so I was just out doing errands and I was going by BJ's uh, supermarket and I was going to do some shopping, but it was a rainy afternoon. And so um, I got out of my car, made sure to grab my awesome umbrella. I have one of those awesome umbrellas that's actually the reverse. Better umbrella, thank you. And one of those better umbrellas, so when you close it, it actually closes up and then the rain doesn't fall on you. I don't know if you've seen those, but they're amazing and I love it. So when it's raining, I make sure I grab my umbrella. So I went out and was walking up to BJ's and, and right under the overhang there was this older lady and she had a cart full of stuff and she was just standing there and I could tell she was waiting for the rain to stop um, to get to her car. Um, she had a lot of items to load in her car too. So I just walked up to her and I said, hey, can I help you get out to your car? I know it's raining. I have an umbrella right here. So she was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. So I walked her out to her car, and then when we got up to the car, she kind of looked at the stuff in her cart, and she kind of had some heavy items, and, and she's like, I don't know if I can get them in my car. I said, that's okay. I said, I'll get them. You hold the umbrella and keep us dry, and I'll get the stuff in the car. And so I loaded up her trunk, and I got her around to the side where she got in her car, kept her dry, and she just looked at me and said, this is the nicest thing anyone has done for me. And she said, I don't even know how long. I can't even remember. And she was so touched. She said, you have blessed me so much. And I said, well, I'm so glad. I said, I just hope that you know you're not alone and that someone loves you. And I just pray that you're blessed. And she just was so thankful. And she said, she basically told me it made her whole year. And I was like, it was five minutes out of my day. And so that's who we are. That's what we want to be in our community. We want to help other people and share that love. And so what if, what if this could be your best year ever by making sure that it's someone else's best year ever? What if that's how this can be your best year ever? Is by, is by looking out for those in our community, by sharing kindness, by showing love, by doing acts of kindness, and by making it the best year for someone else. That's how we can have our best year ever. God wants to use you to do that, and God wants to use us all to wear love out. That's one of our core values. We wear love out by using our gifts and talents to serve other people with the love of Jesus. That's who we are, and so we're celebrating that, and we call those wins here at Grace Church, and we start every meeting and every gathering with wins. We share them because we want to remember why we're doing this. Why are we coming together as a church here in this community? It's for those moments. It's for those people, and so we want to remember that, and so we celebrate that. We call them wins, and we actually celebrate them and cheer and, and holler about them because there are amazing stories. And so we're also celebrating today, as you can see, all that God has done in our church over the last 10 years. And it's a big deal. This is an, a momentous time for us and a momentous occasion. And so we're celebrating today, and we're so excited. We're, we're coming off of 21 days of prayer and fasting, which has been incredibly powerful and I hope that God has transformed your life through that. And we would love to hear your stories of how you fasted and what God did in your life. So just share that with us on gracechurch.life. 
on the Contact Us tab. Share those testimonies with us. We want to hear what God did in your life in this time because I know Pastor Aaron and I have seen incredible things personally. And then as a church, we've seen incredible breakthrough for our church in this 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so we are, we are celebrating today. And we just wanted to take a little look back at the last 10 years. So check out this video. Can you believe it? Can you believe that it has been 10 years for us as a church? Today, Grace Church is celebrating its 10th birthday. And as we look back at some of the things that God has done over the last 10 years, it is just absolutely astounding to see how strong the vision is and how God has done incredible things. You know, for us, we want to continue to impact the community and to reach people with the love of Christ. And one of the phrases we use is to wear love out. And we have done that in incredible ways over the last 10 years. We've given away over $300,000 as a church over the last 10 years. And that's something to be celebrated. That's amazing. And we've we've had hundreds and hundreds of salvations that we want to celebrate just life change in people. And and that's been wonderful for us. Because our goal really is for each person to lead a Christ-centered life. And it started 10 years ago for us. That's right. Ten years ago, January 2010, we launched Grace Church, and it was such an exciting day. It was like having a big party. A bunch of people from the community came out, and that was basically day one for us of starting this church, and it was such a great time for us, and we've been able to grow and develop as a church. We started meeting in the Roxy Cinema Grill uh, off of Palm Bay Road. It's not there any longer, but we started there. And we were meeting there for about two years. And we were able to grow and develop as a church and build a team. It was just incredible. And then in February 2012, we were able to move over to Cinema World, which is where we are right now. And so we've been in Cinema World since then. And it was such a great move for us and transition for us. It was bigger, a better location. And God has used it incredibly for us to continue to grow as a church, to continue to develop and do all that he's called us to do in our community and in mission work as well, launching out from Melbourne around the world to do missions work with medical and dental missions in Guatemala um, and many other areas. We're so excited about how God has used us over the last 10 years. It's just been so exciting. It's been one of the biggest honors and privileges of our life is to be the pastors of this church and serve along with you. One of the milestones that we've had over the last 10 years is definitely January of 2017, where we as a church had the opportunity to purchase land here in our area in a great place, a great location, to continue to put us in a place and give us a platform to reach the people in our community. And so we just are celebrating the fact that, you know, in 2017, we were able to raise enough money through a capital campaign to buy 8.7 acres with cash. Like, that's amazing. It's another thing that we celebrate and just honor God and how he's done that and put, put us in a position where we can continue to fuel vision and what he has. And so what, right when we did that, we had a great worship service out on the property. Yeah, it was incredible to celebrate that we were putting roots down here in this community in that place that God gave to us. So it's awesome. And so here we are, January 2020, and we're celebrating 10 amazing years. It's been so great and seeing so many lives being changed and seeing team members just serving and using the gifts and talents God's given them to reach those around them. It has been such a joy. And we're so proud of all of you um, that are here with us and involved in this church. We would not be able to do this without you. And 
So we have enjoyed making a difference this past 10 years, and we look forward to making a bigger difference with you in this next year. So it's going to be amazing. It's a great video, huh? It's always a lot of fun, right, to, to look at the past and look at the history and the pictures and stuff. And, and like, that's amazing because we all have a story, don't we? And over this last, last month, we've been talking about what if, like, what if God did those amazing things in your life? And we're absolutely believing that for you personally, but we just kind of wanted to share some stuff about the church, right? Because what if God did amazing things in the life of our church? Because here's the deal. We share that video and it's great. But all of us are aware, we're not done. Like, there's absolutely more for us as a church, things that we want to do, like, the next 10 years or more and beyond. And so that's super exciting. So what if God continued to do amazing things in us as a church? You know, so for us, what that looks like is more salvations. What if this year for 2020, we had more salvations, people committing their life to Christ, you know, putting their hand in the air, saying, you know, yeah, I absolutely want to follow the Lord. What if, you know, we had baptisms where, you know, all of a sudden we have people that are committing their life to Christ or recommitting and, and we get to baptize them in our services and, you know, they're all wet and soaking and we're cheering and some of you, like that's part of your story, right? You have friends or family or you personally like experience that baptism and that's amazing. It's so powerful. What if this year as a church, we continued to impact our community in, a, in an amazing way, right? To, to share the love of Christ, to wear love out, and have just this amazing impact for Christ in our community. But there's no doubt, right, for us as a church, we're a portable church. We meet in a movie theater, and we own land. And so many times people say, well, what if we had this ability to break ground on our property in 2020? And so I am here, we are here to share with you that it is happening this year! It's happening! Woo! Go ahead and stand up and cheer real loud. Yeah, it's amazing! Woo! Yeah! It's happening! Woo, it's great. It's amazing, incredible. You guys can go ahead and have a seat. There's a few more things that we want to share with you. Hopefully you don't get whacked with a balloon. Like, that's so much fun. So we just wanted to share just some great, amazing things because we're talking about what if. But it is reality because here's the deal. We have a bank that has agreed to do financing for us as a church. We have a general contractor that has come on board and said, yep, we want to do the property. And so literally we're talking about just a couple of months of permitting and then we're breaking ground and then potentially in a year we could be in a new facility like that's amazing that's so exciting for us as a church big big news you know for us I mean we're a church that's 10 years old so when you look at 52 weeks in a year we're talking about 520 services that we've set up and tore down and we've been in movie theaters and so we're looking at only 50 more like yeah like that's great so we'll have our own facility and and the thing that I love is you know for us as a church we will continue to be who we are we're all fully aware that the church is not the location that we that we're in yeah the the building will be great and amazing but here's the deal we get to do more of what we've already been doing I mean, we have had just an incredible impact and reputation, and I just see this, you know, a new facility giving us this just exponentially more ability to, to do more of what God has for us. And so that's what we see. That's what we want. That's what we desire. So can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine? Can you see what if people that, that are drawn to our church, 
you know, in a new building, in a new facility, and the excitement that will come with that. A couple of the, the words that I use to describe that is we want our facility to be like a magnet, right? Where people that don't yet know Christ or that are hurting, because there's a lot of people in our community that are hurting. And they need you and I. They need us as a church. They need grace. They need God's goodness. They need Christ. They need it. And so we have that and we can offer that to them. So our prayer is that our building would be like a magnet for people that need the good news of Jesus. But then it would also be like a launching pad. I mean, how appropriate is that for us, like in 321, Space Coast, right? Where people are drawn in and experience and grow and are discipled, but then are launched out. Right, launched out into our city, into our region, into our state, nation, and even beyond. I mean, like globally, like raising up missionaries and pastors and church planners. Like, that's our vision. That's what we're about. Not only to be a magnet and to grow numerically, but also to send out an impact in an incredible way. That's who we are. And we're so excited about that happening and taking place. And so with all that, I mean, it's big vision, big goals. And so we just want to share with you, so many of you have been with us along the way. Maybe it's a week or two weeks or a year or ten years, right? It's, it's incredible to see how God has used us as a church together. But in this next phase, we're going to need you. Like, we're going to need to rally together, right? Continuing to bring people. Uh, that, that, that's one of the biggest things, right? The, the building is great, but it's just a building. It's all about people. It's us bringing our friends and family and neighbors and bringing them into this connection that, that God has given us, this family, you know, of Grace Church. And that's, that's first and foremost, hugely important, but then also serving. I mean, we have 13 different groups that people can serve on. And so if you're not yet serving, like, you, you need to get on the dream team because God is doing big stuff. And we want every single one of you involved in that. And then definitely the, the third piece is we're going to need financial commitments, uh, we, we did a, a capital campaign several years ago, and we shared about that. We bought the land with cash, which is a miracle, and there have been so many miraculous things that have unfolded. But we're going to need to do another capital campaign. And we shared this very openly multiple times where, you know, you have the land, and then you have the site work and the, and the construction of the building. And then after that, when, when we get into the building, we're going to need, you know, seats to sit on and stuff like that. So... You know, everybody has always said how amazing these movie theater seats. So on our very last Sunday, if you could bring your screwdriver with you, <laughs> we'll take all these movie theater seats with us, put them in our new building. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, but so with that, I mean, right, we're, we're going to go into a facility that, that's amazing, but it's going to need, we're going to need to purchase chairs. And so we're going to ask that you would purchase your chairs and, and, and another seat for somebody else. We're going to need kids' equipment. We're going to have kids' room and full kids' ministry. And, you know, so we're going to need supplies. And so when we look in here, right, we have, we have you know, things that are great for this facility, but we're going to need to purchase speakers and, you know, projectors because we, we have a movie theater projector, which is amazing. So if you have a truck on the last Sunday, just kidding. <laughs> but we, we're going to need to buy our own projector and our own screen. So all those things, of course, take money. And, and so we're going to do a second round of a capital campaign, and we're going to share that with you, and, and we know that God is doing amazing things in your life, and, and you've been so generous, but we're going to ask you to step up, you know, again, to make a financial commitment, and here's the thing that's incredible. We've shared the miracles along the way, right, and you've heard them, and so along with the second round of capital campaign and the, and the FF&E, some, an anonymous donor has come alongside and said, for every dollar that you raise in this second round, we will match. So every dollar that you give is actually two. Every five, every ten. Like, that's amazing. That's a miracle. 
That's something we get to celebrate. Thousands upon thousands. I mean, we're talking basically hundreds of thousands of dollars that we're going to have to raise in, in equipment and things and need, like kids' playground, like all that stuff. We've got to have it. And we're going to do it. And we're going to launch out and, and do it in a year. And so we're super excited. And so we're inviting you to be part of that. Because what if, what if where you work, what if your home and your neighbor, and we have this facility, and you say, you got to come check it out. And they come. And they experience the love of Christ like they need. And they're desperate. I mean, it just is an incredible opportunity for every single one of us to do that. And so we just want to celebrate, you know, what God is doing. But everything is just going to be exponentially more. And I love that. And just in his faithfulness and his goodness. And so what we want to do is we just want to close in prayer and continue to celebrate. We'll close with a song. And, and like uh, Pastor Nicole said, we have a party in the back. And we want you to be part of that. Uh, but we want to pray right now. We've, we've got a lot to celebrate, not only 10 years, but a new facility, new building, and funds, and, and everything to go along with that. And so let's agree in prayer together. So God, we thank you so much for who you are. Uh, God, we recognize you're our dad, you're our heavenly father, you're so loving, and God, you are our provider. Uh, Lord, you are our healer, you're our restorer. It is just incredible. And so Lord, thank you so much for redeeming us. That's the biggest thing. If we didn't have anything else in life, but we had your son and we experience him and know him and follow after him, that would be enough. Jesus, the cross is enough. It's so fulfilling and so rewarding for us to be connected with you like never before. And so God, we want just more of you, more of your spirit, more of your power, more of your grace and your goodness in our lives, in our community, in our city, in this region. Lord, would you pour out your favor in an amazing way? And God, we also want to just celebrate 10 years as a church. It's amazing. Lord, we look forward to the, to the next decade and decades beyond that we would be a lasting church, continuing to change and grow and, 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 and see just the fulfillment of your word, that we would continue to be passionate for you, just you, just in your raw nature and who you are, the power of your goodness, that we would continue to just, just be desperate, longing and desiring seeing life change and marriages restored and healings and miracles and signs and wonders that you would do those amazing things and God we want to celebrate so much the, the, the idea of a new facility and the reality that it's here and we want to honor you Lord we just want to bless you back thank you so much for bringing people alongside to make this happen that you would be glorified and lifted up and Father we praise you and glorify you in Jesus name